tonight on Max Wrestling. Is officially the longest reigning AEW World Champion. We predict this Saturday's crown jewel is Roman Reigns set to miss Survivor Series. And yet another important information from Tony Khan, or announcement, I should say. <laughs> Lack of information, that's the words I was looking for. It was kind of important, but anyway, it's Thursday, you know what that means, this is your captain speaking, he is Al Jefe, Moses Marquez, welcome to Max Wrestling, this is episode 452, Halloween has been and gone, and we're now on the final countdown to Survivor Series and Promo Series, but first, we got Crown Jewel predictions coming up. Hell yeah, we do. But before we get into any of this week's mayhem, make sure you are subscribed right here on YouTube. YouTube.com forward slash Max Wrestling. Follow us on SoundCloud and Spotify or wherever it is you get your podcast. And of course, go check out the lovely done website, MaxWrestlingNet.Weebly.com. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, well, we almost got away with no predictions because we don't usually do the uh, the Saudi shows, but we're doing crowns this week. It's like... They made us. They made us care. Damn it! Well, not just that. I mean, we missed Bound for Glory predictions on Facebook la- um, two weeks ago. So I guess we're making up for that. But anyway, uh, let's jump into the Max Wrestling Facebook group. See what conversations have been coming up this past week. Um, I, there, was, there was obviously some memes about Tony Khan. Yeah, lots of memes of Tony Khan, especially on this hairdo. <laughs> what in the world was the hairdo? Uh, oh my lord! I I think he just woke up. Yeah, that's that was my guess. That's what I told uh, Harold when we were watching the show. He was like, "It looks like a bad coma." Yeah. I'm like, "Nope." He he looks more like his dad by the day. Um. So literally, the first couple of posts that pop up um are memes. Um. There's one of Stone Cold Steve Austin looking pissed off, saying, "A haunted house," but inside, it's just people telling you wrestling is fake. Mm-hmm. Interestingly enough, I went through a um, the the horror past passage of terror walkthrough in Blackpool uh, a couple of years ago, and they had like you know Exorcist Girl, the Nun, all these different horror characters. And they walk into this corridor, and there's a clown on the wall, and he jumps to life. Um, and I happened to be wearing an AJ Styles T-shirt at the time, and he went, "Ooh!" And like the fucking horror clown, too sweeted me. Fuck yeah. <laughs> He was down and then for he the goes, cause. follow me, it's wonderful, yes. Well, you're not supposed to be making this nice for me. You're supposed to be evil. That's the point, though. They make it nice, and then they trap you. <laughs> uh, there's another one of Braun Strowman running towards Kevin Owens uh, with the caption. This is from Chad. I believe that jacket belongs to Mr. Gilmore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. If you don't get that reference, shame on you, and you did not live in the 90s. Yeah, um, and that's also the only Adam Sandler film that Chad likes. What? That's a joke, right? How is that he, the he, only one? How? He had it on his badge because we picked movies to go on our badges and he picked Happy Gilmore. So I thought, well, obviously he's an Adam Sandler fan. Made him watch um, Waterboy. He hated it. That's despicable. So obviously I'm... he doesn't appreciate Captain Insano in AEW. Obviously, it doesn't prove you. You know what, Chad? This is this is what I get. For, this is Liverpool fans for you, right here, people. It's <laughs> Liverpool for you. Jesus, horrible taste. Oh my god. Um. Yeah. So literally, it was just pretty much memes this week. Um, All the memes on the on the group, but keep them coming because we they entertain us. 
right? I was just going to say, I was like, we just got to laugh over a Happy Gilmore reference for crying out loud. There, there is one uh, bit of news that I'll mention from the group. Um, a screenshot of Jim Cornette's tweet. Uh, I appreciate the invitation from Jeff Jarrett to attend the AEW TV taping in Louisville tomorrow. I tried hard to make it work, but I couldn't find another person in town going so we could split the two-for-one ticket offer. But maybe they can find another ratings ploy in time. I wanted to make him gig of the week, but that was just a sweet burn. It, it almost... I got like halfway through it. I thought, okay, he's being respectful. Oh, you, okay. No, he's and then just fucking shit. And it's like, oh, but like I said, I can't be mad. That's a sweet burn. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you, come on. You know what I mean? Like, you can't you can't be mad. Like, fuck. We did this whole thing at an indie show. Two for one. Big show said or Paul White said whatever the fuck. And it's like, ugh, <laughs> biting you in the ass, is it? Um, Chris Reed posting, well, actually sharing a post. Imagine Roman beating LA Knight, and as he raises a title in the air, a bell sound, and the lights go out, and then there's The Undertaker. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see Taker wrestle again. <laughs> when I saw that, that was my immediate first reaction was, why in the good God are we going to do that? Like, did you see Take on NXT? Yeah, I'm, I'm Man, good with him coming back shape. and doing a choke slam spot or something, but I don't want to see him do a full match. Just yeah. stay retired. You finally earned it. That's right. Yeah, do a spot. I'm cool with that. Do a spot. Bring bring the bring biker taker to to the main. Do choke slam somebody. You know, last ride somebody. Whatever. That's it. That's cool. But I know. Yeah. Do I can't have him in a ring. These other jerk offs that are saying like HBK should redeem himself from his shit match from in Saudi Arabia. I'm like, no, leave it alone. This is why he stayed retired. He knew better. I still haven't seen it, so I'm good. Oh, same here. I'm not watching that (laughs) fucking atrocity. Not going to do it. The last full Shawn Michaels match I watched was against Taker, so I'm good. Well, one-on-one with Taker. Smart man. Um, And then finally, before we move on, there was a couple of posts actually mentioning that there may be a Bray Wyatt like career mode on 2K24. Mm-hmm. Foregone conclusion seems obvious. Do it. I think they're actually going to do uh, like a whole theme. So like yeah. he might even be the cover athlete and everything. And I think that's fantastic. Yeah. I know normally it's like, oh, hey, give it to somebody. Blah, 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 blah. You know what? No, it's we are all talking about Bray. It's not just WWE fans. It's not just NX. It is literally the wrestling world. They're, they were talking about Bray White in Japan for crying out loud. Yeah, and I mean, uh, like, 2K could also have a field day with Bray Wyatt because they love like filling character spots with slightly different attires. Like Triple H has slightly longer hair or no beard. There's so many versions of Bray Wyatt. There are. <laughs> You're not wrong there. Oh wait, there's Pepsi Phil. We're, he's missing one of his tattoos because we can't get the Pepsi license. Oh, that's right. Can't do oh, yeah, Can't do the Pepsi license unless you download the creative guy. Then fuck it. Wasn't it the uh, the Cobra one they can't use either? Yeah, because that's like the same one from uh, was it uh, not not Cobra Kai? Uh, 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 GI Joe. Yeah. And and so, as for Randy, he may as well just have no tattoos because the the tattoo artists were trying to sue your ass. Stills trying to sue you. <laughs> Still, baby. <laughs> Those are my I'm designs. Gonna, I'm gonna make some money one day. Yeah, but it it, it it's his body. It. It's my art, bro. I get it. Yeah, but he paid you for it, so. Hey, thank you. I thank you. I mean, I kind of get it, but at the same time, it's it's a kind of a stupid argument to make. 
Well, and then my whole other thing is it's it's not like an original design. You didn't like auction it. It's not like you went through a whole process. It's not like a like one of those like fancy paintings. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, oh, well, I have this leather of authenticity and blah 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 blah. Like whatever, you know. It's 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 fucking a tattoo, bro. It's a fucking tattoo. I know, um, I know. Ray Mysterio's guy's not hitting him up when he got fucking Mexico or Mexican right. tatted biggest shit on his stomach. That's the thing. They're not like these intricate, like crazy, unique. They're skulls. They're skulls. Yes, bro. It flows with like a pattern. I know so many dudes with that kind of tat these days, bro. It's like. It, it's a design. Like, relax. Like, yeah, you made a design. Congratulations. So go go be attempt to be famous on that. You know, hey, I yeah. did Randy Orton's artwork. Oh, sweet. Let me get a design like that. If you show no. me a bunch of skull sleeves, I couldn't pick Randy's out. Nope. Oh, God. There we go. That's perfect. Oh, that's perfect. Same with, uh, like, a bunch of tribal tattoos. Yeah, I can't. I cannot. The only one I can tell apart that's that's and this is and I'm thinking more of like in the game way is like you can you know like uh, Goldberg's Bob Wire when you see it, yeah. Um, and then they have like all these random ones. And then it was funny because I remember like it, as the years got uh, progressed for 2K, it was like oh it just was you know it tattoo sleeve tattoo sleeve tattoo sleeve, and then you'd go to the end and then it's like Randy Orton's exact one. And I'm like oh, that's weird. <laughs> and then the next year, the same thing. Oh, they're getting more intricate, more intricate. Randy Orton's whole, like, okay, okay, we get it. It's like, are they rubbing? Now 2K is rubbing it in the guy's face. Ha you lost. <laughs> We're using the shit out of it. Assholes. Um, so now that we've recapped the group, let's recap the TV shows. Um, Impact was a Bound for Glory recap show last week, so we're kicking it off with the Rampage Report. Yeah. This is Rampage, baby. Alright, let's jump into the Rampage Report. So, finally, Santana and Ortiz came to blows, and it was Mike Santana that defeated Ortiz, and after the match, Sanjay Dutt decided to weasel his way in there, and he tried to recruit Ortiz into whatever the fuck weird-ass stable he and Jeff Jarrett are a part of. Abaddon defeated Willow Nightingale, Anna Jay, and Sky Blue to win a shot at the AEW Women's title on Collision, which is good for her. I believe this was like her first match back, and they're immediately going for a push of her, which is great. Good stuff. Happy to see it. Kip Sabian decides to trash Philly because, you know, that's what heels do in a different thing, but he's also trash in his own right before Mark Briscoe makes a surprising return and beats his ass completely out of the ring, and thank God, and I know Philly was just as happy as I was. The main event, we had Takesha defeating Kyle Fletcher, but after the match, it was Don Callis seemingly trying to recruit one half of Aussie Open, even though one minute he's talking shit about him, the next minute he's got a bright future, and we all know that Don Callis is batshit crazy. But you know who's not batshit crazy? The Cap. And now it's time for the Cap to retap that smack. SmackDown kicked off with the contract signing between Roman Reigns and LA Knight. Knight doesn't back down an inch from the Tribal Chief while Reigns repeatedly dodges signing the contract. 
Finally, things turn physical, Jimmy Uso tries to intervene but gets put through the table by Knight. Street Profits defeated Carlito and Santos Escobar thanks to a distraction as Logan Paul attacked Rey Mysterio backstage. Meanwhile backstage, after an altercation with Grayson Waller and Austin Theory, Kevin Owens keeps his word and nails both men with one punch. Shotzi defeated Chelsea Green. I know, what's the story? John Cena addressed the crowd as they chanted, you still got it, Cena replies, what if I don't? Before he's interrupted by Paul Heyman and attacked by Solo Sokoa. After accepting the challenge earlier, Dragon Lee defeated Cedric Alexander. Bianca Belair speaks for the first time since her return last week and announced she has been granted a shot at EO Sky's Women's Championship at Crown Jewel. And in the main event, LA Knight defeated Jimmy Uso after the match. Roman Reigns attempted to sneak attack LA Knight with a spear, but instead gets hit with a BFT. Well, Saturday night is Fight Nights, and Moses is on course for collision. Alright, let's jump into the collision course. Jay, uh, Jay White defeated AR Fox, but during the Bullet Gold Gold, so the Bullet Club Gold celebration, we'll be able to say that nice one day. MGF was caught trying to steal back his world title, but then was chased off into the crowd. <clears throat> Backstage, the acclaimed are preparing for National 69 Day, as everyone else should, when Caster informs us that he was catfished by MJF's account, which only had 200 followers, uh, and he sent him a pic. To, uh, yeah. So, wonder what kind of picks he got. You know how Max has been. Anyway, off on the tangent. <laughs> the guns squash the uh, the boys in under two minutes, which sucks because, you know, everybody loves the boys. Backstage, Ryan Emmett tries to gain the services of CJ Perry, but runs into Miro and then ran like hell because, well, it's fucking Miro. Karoshita defeated Abaddon to retain the Women's World Championship, but again, her spotlight was stolen by the amazing, the timeless Tony Storm, who was picking out the booty fruit, and it's great stuff. Good television, and even greater storylines. Samoa Joe defeated a Ring of Honor original, Rhett Titus, to retain the Ring of Honor television title, and as of last night, Joe is now the longest reigning television champion in Ring of Honor history. Claudio Castagnoli challenges Okada to a match, vowing revenge for Brian Danielson's, I think what was it, uh, messed up eye socket. Broken orbital socket. There you go. Orbital bone. Fancy words. Ricky Starks defeated Ma Dax Hardwood in actually a pretty darn good match. After the match, the House of Black surround the ring and LFI returns. Teases a confrontation with FTR. LFI is the uh, Los, for, was it the, 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 the Facciones de Ingobernables or something like that? I forget how it was. It's Roosh in them, okay? It's Roosh in the boys. Let's go with Roosh in the boys for, the, for those out there that are confused. But before they can confront FTR, it turns into a giant brawl with the House of Black, Ricky, and Big Giant Bill. <coughs> 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 Backstage, Andrade refuses to discuss his business with CJ Perry and Sky Blue also refuses to discuss her business with Julia Hart in an interview with Willow and Chris Statlander. 
Claudio Catagnoli quickly defeats uh, Tracy Williams with Rainmakers. It uppercuts a nod to Senor Kazuchika Okada. And in the main event, it was MJF against Kenny Omega for the AEW World Title. And it was officially the day that I guess the world had stopped, if you will, because MJF becomes the new longest reigning world champion in AEW history. They show respect to each other after the match. Backstage, Samoa Joe is watching along. So is Wardlow. And so is Powerhouse Hobbs and even those crazy mofos of the Bang Bang Gang. Now, nobody's going in Raw this week because after the break, we are jumping into Crown Jewel. But first, let's get into what went down last night on Dynamite. Last night. Let's hop into the fun stuff that happened last night on Dynamite. Renee opens up the show backstage with MJF. I swear to God, they did this last week, and it made me like think that I was rewatching the wrong show, but I didn't see Roddy in the wheelchair. MJF <laughs> asks uh, Adam Cole, who's there, via video chat for his opinion on who he should team with. Um, Cole advises MJF should pick Samoa Joe. As MJF leaves and does some thinking, Roderick Strong and uh, the kingdom uh, show up anyway, and of course we get the whole Adam scream and everything, which is glorious yet a total pain in the ass. Um, all of a sudden we see um, uh, we see the devil appear and then the screen cuts off. Cole logs off as well. So, it, it, I don't know. Maybe Adam Cole's been doing some sneaky stuff on the side. Maybe it's somebody else. I know Trav was thinking, or hoping I should say, that it's um, David Finley. Yeah, I've seen a post or two about that. I don't know. I'm down. <clears throat> Orange Cassidy defends the international title against Claudio Castagnoli as Wheeler Yuta and Hook are both ejected from ringside. This was a heck of a match. Uh, Claudio got so much in, it's ridiculous. After the match, John Moxie comes out looking for a fight and just goes after the guy that got his ass beat and just keeps beating his ass. Well, Claudio's like, hey, don't you look at him beating his ass, talking to somebody on the side. I don't know what the hell is going on. Later on, Mox then challenges Orange to a title rematch at full gear, and I'm scratching my head. Didn't they have one? Uh, I don't think they did have a rematch, no, because um, Phoenix got the match against Mox, and Cassidy was like, well, I didn't get a rematch, and I lost the title. Okay, whatever. All right, clearing it all up there. All right, so backstage again we go, and MJF is knocking on doors, and he knocks on Chris Jericho's door, and he gets closed right in his face, which, no, to no shock. Then, all of a sudden, a absolute monster called Wardlow comes in, threatens MJF to take, or d- threatens to take everything away from MJF when he least expects it. And then, of course, the whole night, the acclaimed are trying to team up with MJF, but the champ just keeps walking away. He's just like, oh, hey, bro, the scissors around the corner got me. It was like, that was the best part. Damn it, Max. Right. Uh, thanks to Swerve guarding uh, uh, Hangman away from the match, uh, Mogul Embassy defeat the Hung Bucks to, re- uh, to retain or to obtain the Ring of Honor six-man tag team titles as Swerve and Hangman are separated backstage. That thing's going to go on for a while. Uh, I had a funny feeling that the Hung Bucks were going to lose anyway because this was a damn dominant showing by the uh, Mogul Embassy. Yeah. Big, strong dudes beating the shit out of them. Uh, Tony Schiavone brings out Adam Copeland uh, to answer this, uh, to get an answer for Sting. Uh, Christian Cage interrupts, makes the decision uh, earlier, threatens to snap his neck. When he threatened that whole thing, I was like, "Is he gonna?" He's all like, "You know what? I, I'm, I thought he was gonna say, I'm gonna kill your dad or something.'" And he's like, "Oh, snap your neck!" I was like, "Oh, okay." 
At least his dad's safe. Uh, before sending Luchasaurus and Nick Wayne to attack, Sting and Darby Allen come out to make the save. Uh, Adam hits Cage with a spear, probably one of the better ones yet, and then uh, decides that he will actually team with Sting and Darby Allen at full gear. We expected it, and we are getting it. And then speaking of an announcement, I don't know if we expected this one, um, but Tony Khan and Nigel McGuinness announced tickets for all in two, and they go on sale December the 1st. Yeah, I thought I'd have more time to save, but damn it, Tony. So back to back to London, uh, back at Wembley. Yeah, I'm excited. I can only imagine. I mean, again, you have to think about it, too. They're starting to work with CMLL, AAA, other companies. So, again, we th- this could be the all-in we were hoping for, we've been hoping for. But we don't know just yet. So, Jero Omega defeats 2.0 uh, with a... The fun guys, I, I don't know. I don't, I'm over them now. I guess they, they've lost their luster for me already. After the match, uh, Callis calls out, uh, challenges them to a street fight against his family. Omega says Kota Ibushi will be teaming with the, uh, will be teaming, uh, will be teaming with them before Jericho evens the numbers and picks Paul White, which is, uh, I think we all saw that one. Co- no, I, I think we saw that one coming when he was all talking about somebody bigger than than Hobbs. Yeah, I think we all made that conclusion, but we were all hoping it was just a play on words and it wasn't actually going to be him, but obviously. And it's him. And it's not even like Captain Insano, which just kind of makes it worse. I mean, I like Big Show, but I don't really... I I was expecting somebody more in their prime. Yeah, I'm about to say, there could have been somebody. I'm sure there was somebody we could have went with, but... Nope, instead we're going to get a guy who's an announcer or... is he an announcer? I th- he used to be an announcer. I don't know what the fuck he, he does now. Did, yeah, 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 he did Dark Elevation. Now I think he's just a producer. Whatever. As long as it's not Pat Buck, even though he's wrestled there too before. Uh, the backstage, the, uh, the Young Bucks take exception to Jericho being in their locker room. Have that whole little fun conversation. Akara Shida defeats uh, Willow Nightingale before her spotlight is once again stolen by the great timeless Tony Storm. And this time, Shida has had enough and attacks Storm as Shida chases Tony away. Uh, Jillia Hart appears uh, but behind Willow, and Sky Blue comes in between them, teases turning on them. Willow gets uh, what teases turning on Willow, but then sprays Jillia Hart in the face with a blue mist. This was She's, nice. I, this is I'm 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 we're building ladies. We're building yeah. ladies in a story that is very intriguing. It was unexpected. Um, I think everybody actually expected she was going to just side with Julia. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was a nice twist. It, it's, but it's also making you think like, uh, you know, what's going on? Because I mean, again, yeah. uh, sky blue with the darker eyes and all this and that. You, ever, you thought she was doing the whole dark turn. I don't know. Yeah. So now we I got evil intrigued. mist and good mist. There, hey. There you go. Well, it's got to be the color, right? Depends on the color. Yeah, it's like lightsabers. If it's green, it's evil. <laughs> if it's blue, you're straight. You're all right. In the main event, MJF con- uh, was it concedes and teams with the acclaimed and daddy ass, but they are defeated by the Bullet Club Gold by the Bang Bang Gang. After the match, Jay attempts to hit MJF with the world title, but Max Caster takes the bullet for him, and the show ends with MJF finally scissoring. The acclaimed right after daddy ass says, you get over there and you fucking scissor him. And I'm like, whoa, I don't think he meant that kind of thing. Yeah, the whole, like I said, I think the whole night was just building up to uh, MJF and the acclaimed. Uh, Didn't he say there was like one guy left on his list, though? 
I yeah, don't think we got to see. I, yeah, I was gonna say I don't know who. Because he he like I said he he tried to get a hold of Omega that was a no Jericho got in his way he obviously wasn't gonna team with Wardlow. Um, yeah, All right, man. and what's his issue with Darby Allen? I, it, He's supposed to be a baby know, face now, thing. and he just writes emo weirdo emo on his sign, emo bitch. And I was just like. I'm like, you're supposed to be like the good guy kind of. And he's, but nope, he's a scumbag. And it's just, it goes back to like the fucking, you know, the old cartoon days. You know, he's a scumbag. <laughs> like, uh, maybe that should be a thing. It should be a thing. <laughs> um, so we've still got like three weeks. Uh, when's full gear? I think it's the 18. I think, yeah, I think it's the week before Survivor Series. So we still got like two, two weeks. weeks. Okay, I was like, I, I thought it was three, but yeah, no, two weeks. So that's good. I mean, we've got we've got time. Uh, MJF and, and Jay White is, is probably going to be friggin' awesome. This guy's been working his fucking ass off. MJF. Yeah, Jay White he too. Is, him too. Like he's they've been on. Um, what was I? What was I say? I was like, I feel like, and this is I know stretching it right now, but he's an Okada. Like you have to just or a Tanahashi, whatever. He's the ace right now. He is the guy. They have put all the chips in his basket and just thrown him on television every single fucking week. And right now it's working. Every feud he's done is working. Everything he's doing is working. And we don't care if he's an asshole, prick, heel, or a good guy. It's just, that's MJF, bud. That's MJF. Uh, And how quickly does Adam Cole grow facial hair? Dude, seriously. He went from a shout out to Shawn Michaels in a week. Week, Jesus Christ! Check it out, it's old man Marley. <laughs> That's what happens when you finally get that surgery. That's what it is, right? You finally get <laughs> surgery. Takes a toll. Wake up in a hospital bed. You've aged five years. Jesus. Make it short, sweet, to the point. I am your current reigning Max Wrestling World Heavyweight Champion. I am the guy every person should be worried about, whether you are MDO or not. He's already proven twice that he can't be trusted. He used Chris to screw me over. He's not my El Jefe anymore. <laughs> You're making my decision for me. I'm coming at the Chris, and then I'm going at the El Jefe. So heed my warning. The MDO stronger than ever. Sure about that? Cool. Moses Marquez, do you not understand what you have done? But here at Max, you gotta earn it. And let's just say that maybe, just maybe, we'll use this as a representation of my world championship. You don't woke up something that even you can't handle. It's not too late, baby. You're still MDO. I'm gonna run through you like an animal, baby. Everybody is gonna hit the floor. Cause I wanna see you at promo series.
Welcome back to the Captain Mo Show. This is your captain. He is El Jefe. Make sure you're liking and subscribed on YouTube. Follow us everywhere you can. For all the information you need, go to maxrossingnet.weebly.com. Goddamn dude, get there and do it now. Now let's have some uh, some fun and let's jump into something we normally don't do, some crown jewel predictions. Uh, this is the 10th Saudi show, too. It's Blood Money 10. Oh, God, is it really? Oh, yeah. Um, so we have eight oh. matches. Oh, um, how are they going to do Sami Zayn like that? Right. This guy he was on top of the world at fucking WrestleMania. Main event at last year's Crown Jewel to pre-show this year. Fuck it. Uh, uh, against the McDugan. It's horrible how you, how you do Sami Zayn like that. Is that how you say it? McDuggan? Dugan? Oh, okay. McDonough? Is that, is that how you say it? Oh, yeah, McDonough. McDonough. Uh, I'm over here like McDugan. <laughs> like from fucking uh, the League of Their Own. Mr. Dugan. <laughs> so, rumors floating around that Sami Zayn may turn oh, heel God. during this event oh. and join Roman. I don't need another dumbass jump in the shark moment in this goddamn bloodline story. They're just turning people for the hell of it now, and I'm sick of it. <laughs> <laughs> Sammy Turning makes absolutely zero sense because he was the catalyst for Jay to turn. What? What? That's a that's a thing. That's a thing that's been that... going around. Sami Zayn uh, apparently is already in Saudi and is due to join rejoin Roman, uh, probably in the main event. Okay, I I hope it's just a rumor. Because it makes no, no I fucking we were sense. I th- like, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. He was probably like the best part of the bloodline. Okay, I and I get it, and I get it. But uh, come on, really? I mean, I want Sammy to win. But let's go. With, yeah, let's go with Sammy win. But that's just my. I, why? Because Roman's stale now, and don't tell me he's not. Don't oh, yeah. don't you don't nobody super fucking stale. tell me he's not. He's super stale now. You could kind of get away with him when he was like, eh. He was kind of eh, and now he is completely eh. And you got it's the fucking E's fault. It's the E's fault. Look at look at one of the fucking names. Look at here. I'm gonna give you two names on this fucking show that are stealing his fucking heat right now: Logan Paul and John Cena. Roman Reigns is officially a fucking blip on the radar when you've got Logan Paul and John Cena on your card. He's a blip. And, and from the looks of it, it's going to be in the middle of the show. Which is probably not really going to happen. This is just Wikipedia. Oh, yeah, this, yeah, it's probably going to be a main event. Um, uh, yeah, and, and the only reason it's gone stale is because they refuse to finish the story until Mania. Even though they've had multiple perfect opportunities to finish the story. I swear to God. I swear to God. We have gone back and forth week after week after week. Not only saying that this exact thing was going to happen. They're going to drag it out too long. It's going to crumble. It's going to blah, 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 blah. But we gave them outs. We gave them ways to extend the story. Put freshness back in it. Season your meat a little. And... All they did was trade fucking uh, with uh, Cody to the same to, to SmackDown, and that was it. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> so you and set up 
for him to win the Rumble is what you've done. Is you've officially set up for him to win the Rumble again. Twice. Yeah. Twice. Two years in a row. I mean, not, not like that hasn't been done before, but it's predictable. No, but we're predictable as shit now. I'm we're surprised. in Hogan land. I'm surprised people were as invested in the Bloodline storyline up until this year's Mania as they were. WWE were lucky that people were so invested in it for that long. Yeah, they can um, thank guys like Sami Zayn for it and the Usos. You know what I mean? Thank God that they have personalities and comic and uh, you know comic humor. You know what I mean? They were able to, to to get something out of them. I'll say it until I'm blue in the face. That was the perfect time to finish it. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. The most sense. There's no logic story-wise in dragging it out for another year. The only reason they're doing it is to break the fucking record. That's it. Which we, which I get, I understand it, but at the same time, <laughs> excuse me, you're sacrificing the the quality of a story. Because that's what this is about. This is about the quality of the story. Because now it's one that you don't care. It could have been the ultimate, like, and then on top, like, because, like, we kept saying it, too. Like, imagine if Cody won. Imagine if he won. It it won. It, it, it completes a hell of a story. Which is the guy that, quote, unquote, AEW didn't want, which is the, the way they were pitching it, which, whatever. You know, I don't care. Cut, you know, paint your picture, however you want to paint it. The guy who shows back up. Who's a brand new guy wins the rumble, goes up against the dude, and was able to knock down every pin prior to him and just beats him. Even if he does the Hogan thing and kicks out at three, you know what I mean? You still beat him. You completed the story. You can rebuild Roman in a day because and he's your megastar. They even wrote. The finish of the match, well, the false finish of the match, as it turned out, perfectly because Usos come down and you think, oh shit. Then in comes Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. They get their revenge as well. Yep. And then in comes Solo. They, yep, literally built it and built it and built it and built it. And it was the perfect ending. And then you shat in our face. Yeah. Just because you want Roman to get the second longest reign in history because he's not going to break Bruno's record. Nobody, and see, that's the thing that kills me. Is it's like you guys are chasing ghosts. You're chasing Bruno San Martino and you're chasing Hulk fucking Hogan. And why are you chasing Hulk Hogan? Like, why do we give a shit about chasing Hulk Hogan? I don't. I, I mean, I, I understand that, like, yeah, maybe we should wipe his name from the history books, but at what cost? I mean, it's not really. He's now going to be the third longest reigning WWE champion of all time. Yep, that's it. Uh, that's I, Roman's got to hold it for like another three or four years to be Bruno's record. It's not going to happen. He's already 38. And isn't he talking about going away? Yeah. He's already so, uh, peaked. He's been peaked. Um, he peaked again last year. Bruno was also like 10 years younger than Roman when he began his reign, the, the like the 2000 whatever. So, and if anything, it's all already redundant because Roman's held the Universal title the longest, mm. not the right. WWE title. Not the WWE title, the Universal. And when you guys put the WWE or or whatever undisputed in front of it, now you're changing it. It's uh, fucking hell. But anyway, um, 
both going for Sami Zayn. Let's get into the main card. Uh, ooh, you know what? Let's kick it off with Rey Mysterio and Logan Paul for the U.S. Logan title. Paul, baby. I'm not I'm even good with second it too. fuck. Like, he he had a fucking, his had a boxing match. Was it him or his brother? That, uh, uh, that yeah, he had a boxing match. And then after the match, okay. like, and then announced he was going to go for a wrestling title. Yeah, this jerk, this jerk gonna beat a dude, and then went on and fucking was like, "I want, I want Rey Mysterio in the U.S. title." And it's like, "Oh my god, we're 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 back in the land of blurring the lines." I love this, and now I'm like, guess what? Now you have to fucking give it to him. Yeah, you've officially painted yourself in a corner, and you now need to give it to him. Because imagine him, whether it be his fight or his brother's fight. On DAZN or whatever have you Walks out the US champion Of pro wrestling WWE's pro wrestling Featured here in the world of boxing You know Bring eyes back You're He's gonna be making fucking dumbass YouTube videos with it Put it on his Display it on his podcast Like that's just It's like If you want I'm talking You're talking about rebuilding the dog shit Out of a belt That's how you do it You literally give it to a, I'm not I was about to call him a movie star But a YouTube star which is damn near the same these days. It is for us anyway. Right? <laughs> but um, if I can do the breaking kayfabe shit for a minute. <clears throat> the guy won an actual fight. Mm-hmm. And then went out and said, I'm going to go after this scripted title in a wrestling match. So you got to give it to him. But yeah. He's a real deal. Like the guy, guy who won real fights for fuck's sake. Um, all right, that's two for Paul. Uh, let's go just because I want this to be over with. Fatal five way for the women's world title. Oh. Rhea Ripley finally defending her title. But unfortunately, one of the challenges is Nia Jax, and it's squeaky bum time for me. Uh, Rhea Ripley versus Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, Zoe Stark, and Raquel Rodriguez. Okay, we, we here's the fun thing. I think the logic cap is on these days because again it's papa h yeah. so logically logically it's going to nia Jax. i'm just kidding uh no it's going to Rhea. like Rhea's gonna keep it um these girls are gonna look strong hell they may even put on a banger yeah and i'm saying that and i'm saying that in a nice nice way because i know raquel is pretty good i know Shayna's good when she when she's on and i know zoe is mad underrated yeah, and Rhea Rhea gives her fucking everything, and as long as Nia Jax just goes along and doesn't hurt anybody, that's, what, that's I, what I'm worried about. I'm I'm sure Rhea's going to retain. I'm just worried about somebody getting hurt. That's what my my thing is too. Is she's been back all of what a few weeks now, two three weeks I think total. How much ring shape is she in? I understand she lost a grip of weight and she looks. Like it, you know, looks better. I understand that, but as the as we've seen with her, uh, with Uncle Dewey or Cousin Dewey, putting on size or doing something to your body that's not wrestling related does not do you benefits in this sport. So again, how ring ready is this broad? Because she's gonna, they're gonna go at least fifteen minutes. Yeah, I promise you. I promise you. Um, Don't fucking hurt nobody. All right, so far we're even. Stevens, let's go. Cody Rhodes versus Damian Priest. That's actually kind of tough. 
Um, a little bit. Cody's, you know, building towards Mania, trying to finish that story. But at the same time, Priest is senior money in the bank. I was about to say, he is senior money in the bank. He has been on somewhat of a tear, and he does have the whole fucking judgment day behind him. There's a lot. And, that, and then that's the other fun thing. Is if anybody understands the you don't have to win all the time mentality, it's Papa H. So I could totally see him lose. Here's where I just, could actually see Sammy turn in heel. Because maybe he could blame Cody for setting up the trade that got rid of Kevin Owens. See, now there, there's some real logic. I don't know if we're in that realm yet with Papa H. But I mean, it that makes hell of a lot of sense. That it it truly does because you again, if you think about where where Sammy and Kevin were and where they are now, Sammy has to be pissed, right? You oh, yeah. have to be fucking pissed. And he's been pissed at Jay, but if you really think about it, it's not Jay's fault. He didn't no. pick who he got traded for, and it sounds like it was Cody who set this trade up in the first place. Mm-hmm. So hell yeah, I could absolutely see him cost him the match. And turn that into a fun little feud, which I think would be great. It would work awesome together. Um, I mean, hell, that just gives me another reason to go with Damian Priest because I, I, I just something tells me Cody can lose. This is Saudi Arabia; it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, you know what I mean. You, you want, you want people to pay attention to you. So, and the way to do it is with the faction. Look at the whole faction. The whole faction's fucking over. What is Dom doing? Jack all. What is fucking, um, what is uh, uh, Finn doing? Fuck all. So they're probably going to be there supporting the guy. So I can absolutely see them fuck him over, if not get kicked out. But either way, I feel like Priest gets the dub here, gets a little pushy push, and then what? Survivor Series is all of what? Six weeks away? Not even that. Three weeks. So then, bam, there you go. Cody's right back on top in three weeks. You're going to forget about it. This is in the morning. Ain't nobody even seen this. And we got war games. See, it's you see what I mean? This don't mean shit. This is a blip on the radar. Um, We got EO Sky versus Bianca Belair for the WWE Women's Championship. Have we had a title change in Saudi Arabia? Uh, I mean, The Fiend... Ah, uh, I don't think there's a women's title that's changed hands, though. Ta-da! Then again, EO's been hot. Everybody likes EO. Yeah, I feel like they're sleeping on EO, though. They, like, they they're not really do. booking her that strong. They, she's having tag matches every week and fucking losing to Charlotte and um, Asuka? Yeah. Um... I would not be surprised if they had to drop it back to Bianca just like that. Well, my guess is, is one, just because she's been on a quote-unquote losing streak, even though it's fucking stupid tag uh, tag matches, and two, it's a title change in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. You know what I mean? You want to pop the crowd. You want to get the, the, the women excited, even though technically they'll probably just be shunned for it or abused or heaven forbid, whatever else. I know that's going to be on the bad side of this tech. But anyway... Um, <clears throat> I feel like fuck it. Now's a chance. Perfect chance. Um it I mean, EO I don't know. I don't know why it's so fucking hard to build EO. Or at least or at least maintain her. Let me stop myself. Let me stop myself. Because you can build the shit out of her. Yeah. Why is it so hard for them to maintain her? 
especially for H because he's done it before. That's my point. It's like not only that, and I hate, and I'm not trying to make the carbon copy thing, but if you're afraid, like, because she's not very good at English, what the fuck was Oscar's excuse? You know what I mean? Like, they know they can do better. And if, and it's like, you know, I'm at the point where it's like, if you're going to do better, now's a chance to hit the reset button. You know, give it to Bianca, let her do her thing. She's going to carry it for a while, blah, 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 blah. She's a recognizable name. Get the pop in Saudi. We rebuild EO. You know, come Survivor Series in three weeks, you know, maybe she's got the mean streak again. You know, maybe after that, the following pay-per-view, the Rumble or whatever, maybe that's when she gets some revenge or whatever. But take her back, put her back on the sh- – uh, not on the show, but put her back on the workbench, help her get better again, which it's all your guys' fucking fault. Even if it is a language thing, you've got Bailey as a mouthpiece. That's what I don't get. It's you have you have a group – or you have Bailey right there. And we know Bailey's over. We know Bailey Garner's attention. We know this and that, but yet EO's losing. Like, what's the problem? She's good. But I, I, I'm more just leaning towards the whole, you know, popping Saudi thing. You got to do something to keep that crowd interested. And I know LA Knight ain't going to win. Unfortunately, we'll, we'll get to that. Uh, so you're going Bianca? Yeah. We are still even Steven so far. Let's uh, see if this show is actually as predictable as we're making it sound. It feels <laughs> like this. Well, I don't know. Then again, I don't. Then again, like, I feel like they could easily play it safe, keep EO champ. You know what I mean? But it's like, I feel like Papa H has a feel of how we feel. You know what I mean? That, that oh, I understand my crowd. Yeah. And I know when I, I'm, I should say, we're hoping that he understands ah, crap, you know, you you fucking buried somebody, now you gotta fix it. You know. But we'll see. Um, I'm I'm guessing both world title matches are gonna be back-to-back so that Solo gets a bit of a rest, because I'm sure he's gonna be some ingredient in the main event. So, John Cena mm-hmm. versus Solo Sikoa. If Solo wins, I swear to God, people in Saudi will riot. Well, they made this whole point that it's, um... Cena's lost. Cena hasn't won a singles match in I think something like two hundred days. Oh wait, that's right. Um, yeah. And then they had that whole promo on SmackDown where he was doubting himself. So I think it makes more sense for Cena to get the win, even though it would be mm-hmm. nice. It'd be a nice rub for Solo. Be a huge rub for Solo. But no, I'm right there with you. It's got to be Cena. You can't have Cena. Be in there and and I don't want to say that's not true. Let me stop. I was going to say I was like, he's just a giant name. And I feel like if you had him lose in Saudi over just some kid, it would be it would be negative. But then again, that's how you push people. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? I remember when that young Sami Zayn fella came in for the U.S. title, for fuck's sake. Oh, that was a great night. Yeah, I mean, let Cena get the dub. You know, he hasn't won a singles match in so long. Again, another story to fuck around or, you know, complete in Saudi. Oh, the Saudi crowd helped me. Or whatever, you know, John. Oh, well, I mean, if you listen to Vince, Saudi is WWE's new home. That's just disgusting. Yeah, sit down and shut up. You pervy old bastard. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That's two for Cena. Let's go to World Heavyweight Titles. Seth Rollins versus Drew McIntyre. I feel like if Seth didn't drop it to McIntyre, uh, to Nakamura, he's not going to drop it straight to Drew. Bingo. 
that's my thought process too. And it's, I, because, and then here was my other one. It's like how we always would do with TNA and, uh, and, uh, was it, uh, De- uh Deanna Perazzo. She was always the sure thing. Every mm. fucking time we think Seth is going to lose the belt, he doesn't lose the belt. And now we're like, watch him not lose the belt, and he's going to lose the belt. Well, I mean, well, it made more sense, and it was more built up for Nakamura to win it. Oh, hell yes, it was. Drew just is there. He's just Drew. Yeah, and apparently he still hasn't signed a new contract. Oh, so they're definitely not giving it to him. Oh, fuck no. You know, good goddamn well, this, you do not get a belt in this company unless you are under contracto. Mm, for at least three years. At least Regardless of his injuries, he can lose it at Survivor Series in three weeks. If that's if that's even if he's defending it, then if he's not in the fucking uh, team, he better be defending it because apparently Roman's not working Survivor Series. Shock horror. Shock. I'm odd. Even. Lord have mercy. Yeah, shocked and stunned, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Uh so that brings us to the main events: Roman Reigns defending. I know, shocker. The undisputed universal title against L.A. Knights. We've been clamoring uh, for this one, and people are like dying for L.A. to win. But it's like it's. It would be sweet. It would be so sweet, but then I, there's that guy in the back of my head, like, but where's the story, bro? And I'm like, he's L.A. Knight. He don't need a fucking story. He was handpicked by Cena. That's his there. Story. You go. That's oh, that's right. That's right. Cena handpicked him. But it's not gonna happen. Come on, we already we're, we're like I said, we're we're already talking about how to rebuild Cody, how to set him up on the way for Mania. You have to finish the goddamn story, and that's the problem with um, long term booking. Sometimes is you already have a finish line, so you can't really drop the title halfway through. There's long term booking, and then there's fucking booking a vacation, and that's what they're fucking doing. Like you book a vacation six seven months out, save the money, get your plans right, the whole everything. Yeah, these motherfuckers are like, you. Know, when's he gonna lose it? Twenty twenty four. I wasn't joking. We asked you for long term booking, not fucking war and peace. <laughs> Beautifully done. So yeah, um, I would love to see Knight win. It would be a great swerve too. But Roman's not oh, dropping yeah. that title till Mania. I know we said this last year. But... It's yeah, and look what happened. And then he didn't drop it till. Oh Mania. yeah, he didn't drop it. So. Technically, so we, we were right wrong. Half, we were we were half right. Yeah, we were halfway right. Okay. Um, that is all of Crown Jewel. Um, it it still feels weird to be predicting these Saudi shows, but there it is. Right, Saudi shows aside, it's a special event. And speaking of special events, we are just three weeks away from our next special event promo series eight chaos theory, and it comes your way November twenty third, featuring the Survivor Series predictions and a whole bunch of incredible matches. Including Beer versus Mike Larkin for the first time ever. They go one-on-one in a promo exhibition. Can the relentless Beer stand toe-to-toe with the podcast machine? Ooh, shivering just thinking about it. And the Max Wrestling Tag Team Championships are finally on the line as the challengers have been selected. DC and I defend against the winners of the Blind Tag Team Trivia Tournament, the Cap and Cypher. It's going to be a good one. And the Knowledge Championship is on the line in the traditional winner stays on gauntlet as Daniel Crimmins defends against Ted P. De Niro in the first round before the winner goes on to defend against yours truly, the captain. Ooh, God, love me some knowledge. And finally, it is time for Cypher to do or die as he steps up 
to take me on for the Max Wrestling World Championship. This is the point of no return almost a year to the day since Cypher joined the MDO, and we will finally get a conclusion to this story. Uh, I, this is the story I can't wait to finish. Uh, all this and more promo series is often our most underrated event, so don't sleep on it. Go to maxrossonnet.weebly.com slash promo series 8 for more information. Do it right now! <clears throat> um, and before we go any further, speaking of beer, he has a mysterious announcement he'd like to make. Get a beer! I don't need to introduce myself. You know who I am. I'm a uh, beer the ratings. Ow! You've probably heard that I've got a little announcement to make. Uh, and yeah, everyone knows that Max Wrestling Podcast has had good ratings lately. And I'm going to make it even better. So, on January 4th, I will be on the January 4th edition of Max wrestling podcast now i have created a little bit of a free schedule as well so i will be appearing on a few episodes this year i will also be appearing on the podcast the week before wrestlemania and the week after wrestlemania so jonathan ratings beer will be on max podcast max wrestling podcast and i'm going to give my view no bullshit. I don't fanny about with opinions. I speak the goddamn truth. So I look forward to speaking to you all on the 4th of January. Juices, peeps. All right. And now let's finish the show with the Geek of the Week. Pencil neck geek, gritty freak, scum sucking beard with a lousy physique. He's a one-man, no-cut, losing streak. Nothing but a pencil-neck geek. All right, Geek of the Week. There's actually more than a handful that could that could have made it. Like I said, I, I talked about it earlier today, uh, earlier at the show, I should say, and it was like, it looked like Jim Cornette all the way. But then again, wait, it's a sweet burn. It's a sweet burn. But... Oh God! And sometimes this is this is one of those bitter pills to swallow. I am a fan of Uncle Dave, but when <laughs> you are a fucking tool, you are a fucking tool. Um, and and the, here's the other fun thing: I ignored the toolness, and I because I listen to the show all the time, and it just kind of you know right over the head. It was you guys that brought it to my attention, <laughs> and I'm j- it just it's it's an absolute fucking head scratcher. I want to see if I can get the. I think you sent me the actual quote. Yeah, I yeah, I posted it to the group. Oh my goodness gracious. Oh great, it's in the group. I'm never gonna find it in the group. Let me see if I can find it. Uh out the way. Probably Nutsky. You got some cool Trish stuff. Yeah, I can't go wrong there. Beer's the man on those. Anyway, Uncle Dave's putting his foot in his mouth, not as per usual, but as per usual. Um, I want to say it had to do with uh, FTR. 
That's right. He was talking about FTR and something about them being like about their tag title reign. Yeah, I think I remember the quote now. Um, the quote was the plan was for FTR to defend the tag team titles against the Young Bucks, but that plan became in doubt after FTR dropped the titles. And I'm well, like, yeah. yeah. Plain they, English. That just makes you like scratch your head. We're like, yeah, well, we get it. Like you, like you repeated yourself in a different way, um, just right over my head on that one. But it's it's Uncle Dave's been there. He's been that guy that every now and again he puts his foot in his mouth. Now is an easy one to put your foot in your mouth. Um, we get the plans, Uncle Dave. Thank you. But uh, yeah, this one. I mean, like I said, it, I I was leaning towards Jim Cornette. I really wanted it to be Jim Cornette, but after like reviewing it time and time again, it came. I just, it was a good burn. So Uncle Dave. Think before you speak, kind sir. We know that there's nothing but stacked papers and uh, smelly socks behind you, but that gives you no reason to uh, flip flop and go over the same words again because I like to go over the same words again. There you go. I just did it for him. Fucking hell. Uh, and now for this week's MVP of the week. I really, really had to think about this one. Um, last week, I gave it to MJF. He was an option. A, a couple weeks ago, I gave it to Cena. He was another option again this week. Um, but I think just actually being considered to dethrone Roman this week, I'm going to have to give it to LA Knight. Also, for the brass yeah. balls that he showed for just not giving a fuck about Roman on SmackDown. Fuck yeah. Oh, coming out and interrupting his intro was awesome. Nobody's done that, and it's great. Do it again. Do it some more. Yeah, his entrance is way too long. Thank you, LA Knight. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also going to give a special mention to Kevin Owens uh, for a reason which I will mention in just a moment. Thank you for joining us. I hope we rocked you harder than a Kevin Owens double punch. Hell yeah! <laughs> Fucking double punch. <laughs> One fist, one punch, two faces. That t-shirt is going to sell like a motherfucker. I'm already looking at it. (laughs) Before we go anywhere, here's what Moses has for you, Pencil Neck Geeks, this week on the A to B of Retro Rewind. Oh, my goodness. All right, lots of stuff coming for Retro Rewind. Um... Or not retro, I should say, for just everything. TSK is, uh, we have something coming. I don't know what exactly, but we have something coming. Um, I know that the second All-In 2 was announced, they will want to start the fantasy book, even though we're a complete year, uh, almost a year out. But hey, you know, the boys want to do, the boys want to do. Other than that, all the fun sports stuff is, it's it's happening. It's happening, I promise you. It's I've literally have multiple old episodes recorded and just not have gone up. It just was one of those things. Midterms hit, all kinds of other fun stuff hits. But um, should be this weekend, and even more so with all the new equipment that just showed up today. Um, this weekend, a lot of stuff's happening. So Spurs don't play till Monday, so there's still some analysis that needs to go down. Yeah, I don't give a shit that we're 10 games in. We're still top of the league, and I'm still too excited to not have to talk about them. So uh, an American talking Spurs is going down. It will happen. Do not be confused when you see it on a wrestling site. It's all good in the hood. Um, as for Bolt Rant, that one actually went out on audio. 
and then I deleted it because half of it was jarbled. So it went up for all of about seven and a half seconds. So don't trip. A whole video version of it, as soon as my editing is done, will actually drop probably tonight. So it's a good thing. Looking at five free agents the Chargers need to go get right now if they want to save their fucking season. It's been a dreadful one. But we'll get into a whole lot more fun stuff. And speaking of the fun stuff, the only way to keep track of it is following us all on the socials. So make sure you follow us on the Evil Twitter machine, Max Wrestling UK, and at the Captain 512 SMR Podnet for all of them there. And, of course, check out the website where you can get all this fun stuff, all the blogs, all the championship history, all the videos, the whole shebang, maxwrestlingnet.weebly.com. And do not forget to hit the subscribe button, follow button, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, TikTok, and, of course, right here on YouTube. Damn right. And with that said, you've been watching the cap and mo goodbye. Mwah. And good night. Bye. Oh, back next week, mother.